Well, thanks for joining me today, guys, and uh, a distinguished panel here to talk about something pretty cool. And Greg Taylor, Vice President of Sales, Samsung's Enterprise Business Division, Brian Fitzpatrick, CMO of Revel TV, and BJ Vanderlinden, CIO for the Utah Jazz. And and, and guys, thanks for uh, coming on. We're gonna uh, maybe let uh, Greg take it away first and just kind of uh, give an overview of of the installation, what happened at the arena, uh, Greg, and uh, how uh, how this all came about. Sure. Well, thanks for the opportunity to share with you this uh, particular project. Uh, really, everything goes back to BJ and uh, you know Utah Jazz and their desire to kind of change their environment from where they were today to a more vibrant, more engaging environment. And so uh, they reached out to Samsung and uh, started talking to us about the project that they were trying to accomplish. Uh, in turn, we pulled in a partner in the Utah market, Revel, to assist us with um, kind of helping the Utah Jazz realize um, what what it is that they wanted to accomplish and how it could all be connected. Uh, at the end of the day, they had three major goals, and I'll let BJ talk a little bit more about that. But one was, is you know, how can they do this the most cost-effective way? Secondly, is how can they reduce the operating costs ongoing to the environment? And third, probably most importantly, is how do they create an environment that's like no other and, you know, really does justice back to what they were trying to accomplish, which was not only a better fan experience, but a better experience for the players, the fans, um, and opportunities for additional advertising and marketing. Yeah, in, in the talking point sent over to me, guys, uh, 600 Samsung screens and video walls installed throughout the arena, uh, including the concourse, uh, concession stand area, uh, club and VIP seating, and, uh, you know, specifically an 82-inch flat screen high uh, HD displays uh, equipped with contents management tools uh, where it's easy to change the content messaging and, and overall look. So uh, a lot going on, and BJ, uh, who... Uh, who, who came up with kind of the plan? Did you hear from fans? Did you take that into, into consideration? And, and uh, you know, how many meetings went into kind of determining what the final product was uh, was going to be? Yeah, great. Thanks for the question. But, you know, the, it, it started with the fans, but, but really the driving factor was the people having to run the arena and having to fulfill what advertisers were needing, what guests were asking for, what players were asking for. And just in general, how do we simplify it? Because um, we look at this remodel of our arena, I hate to use the word future proof, I don't think there's such a thing, but um, really it was the, the arena sit for 25 years, now we're going to move on its tent for another 25 years with this remodel and this renovation. And what can we do on the digital signage side to make that happen? And uh, we knew that we wanted to have a, a single system. We were trying to avoid having separate different systems to, to run video boards and video content or advertising um, pieces or, or signage and direction giving and just all those different things. We really wanted to simplify and have a single system. And uh, this is kind of where we came to. We didn't have everything on IP, which was, uh, I think we might be one of the first to do it. Um, no separate networks, no separate content people. Um, when our advertisers and sponsors and and concessionaires, and when they all come to us, we know exactly what we're doing in terms of creating content, and that content can go on any screen in any part of the building. And so it doesn't matter if you're sitting on the premium side, um, to a concourse, uh, to an entryway screen, uh, telling you which we'll call best to come to. It doesn't matter. We can put anything on any screen, and, and 
and it really makes for a dynamic experience for fans and our people. And, and Brian, uh, BJ, is it really uh, meant to be as you can kind of grow as technology improves? Is that, uh, is that was that kind of the underlying theme of uh, of what you put in? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We, we spent a lot of time and money on, on building a better fiber backbone throughout the entire arena because we knew we wanted to push more and more over IP and throw over the network cable. And, and we, we didn't want to have to delineate between different network paths based upon the content that was going in. So this makes it for us, it makes it possible for us to grow and, and, and expand and, and as new capabilities show up. Uh, I can't imagine that the work world is going to go away. And uh, streams are not going away. So those two things become an endpoint for us to, to, to send that content down and, and then we use it in the dynamic way that we want to use it. And, and Brian, this is a kind of a good local gig for you, kind of ability to show off what you guys can do. And you're really kind of the brains of of uh, what's going on there at the arena. What kind of challenges did you face uh, from beginning to end? Uh, a couple of the biggest challenges that we faced on this installation, uh, first and foremost, was definitely the, the schedule. Uh, the entire remodel uh, of the facility was 129 days, and of that, uh, our schedule was uh, just a little over five weeks. And so we had uh, to implement you know, an entire new IPTV uh, uh, delivery system, as well as install you know, over 600 monitors and configure uh, the entire system Greg, you had to come in and make sure you had the right screens in the right places, uh, displays. Are you amazed by how good these screens and displays have gotten in the, uh, even in the last five years? We thought they were great seven, ten years ago. Uh, just amazing now. Oh, it's amazing that what's changed over the last five years. I mean, size is one thing. Screens get bigger and bigger, but you know, a lot of times you're restricted to the space of what you need to put into it. So, you know, at Samsung, it's really become more about the simplification and reduction of, you know, failure points. And so, as Brian mentioned, the system on chip allows us to eliminate a media player, reduce the amount of cables, the amount of power ports, power supplies that go into that installation. But at the end of the day, having great displays all over the facility, 600 plus, as well, along with the LED walls, is uh, it really comes down to the management of the content uh, and the control, which is a lot of what Rebel brought to the table for us uh, in being able to display this environment. And what gives VJ that great flexibility to be able to take any screen from a tablet walking around the 
me and push for change in the use of content. Uh, you know, outside of the Utah Jazz, they do a number of events throughout the year. And so then literally with a flip of a switch and a couple of easy pushes of buttons can change the look and feel, the content, the information that goes to every screen. So uh, not only is it the quality and the speed and capability that displays changing dramatically, but you know, also the ability to serve content and have this a you know, really incredibly vibrant environment that, you know, like I said, can change uh, with, you know, the, with the minimal amount of labor. Kept talking about the upgrades and installation of new displays of Revan, uh, smart, uh, smart Home Arena. And, and BJ, maybe lost in the shuffle a little bit, does this give you an opportunity maybe get to know your fans even better uh, by maybe the interaction or kind of what you, or the content you put up? Is that, uh, that's not understanding uh, what you guys might be able to get out of this, is it? No, I don't think so at all. I think this type of a solution coupled with other types of things, whether it's through cameras and watching customers or, or, or using Bluetooth beacons or engaging with an app, what it does is it allows us to see where do our guests want to go, what's the information they're looking for, and how do we better provide that. Um, and, and it's just some of the things you just would not think of because it would it, it seems like such a small thing, but, but a perfect example of the game's over, Everyone's celebrating to help with jazz on the game. But the game's over. People are not trying to figure out what the fastest way to get out of the building. Like they want to get to their cars and go somewhere. So now I can take every screen in the building, and depending on where you're at, I can tell you where to go and that's the best way to get there. They might be able to partner with the local transportation authority and tell you how long it's going to take to get to places. Um, and those little types of things, uh, while they may not generate revenue directly, what it does is it helps us engage with our fans the information they may be looking for to improve their overall experience. It's the last thing that they remember as they leave that building. And, and so there's just so many different ways to engage with them. And, um, you know, they can give people opportunities to go and order their beer or their hot dog or their brisket sandwich or whatever it might be. And so the game's playing right there with them. And there's an engagement component there. And, uh, with our partners, uh, it, it gives us an opportunity to take it from what was the static side that you would buy for the, the entire season, and but it allows us to make an alley dynamic type of thing. We, we refer to it as the CVAN or the Concourse Video Advertising Network, uh, in that we can now sell it as an advertising spot, and we can show it when it is most applicable, when the most fans will see it based on traffic patterns, and it gives our, our advertisers, our, our sponsors, more value for what they're providing, and it gives us an opportunity to sell more. Uh, we're, we're not limited by physical space any longer, so that's a big part of it. Sure. Wrapping up uh, here on this episode with Greg Taylor, Brian Fitzpatrick, BJ Vanderlinden, talking about uh, uh, new upgrades for the Utah Jazz, the arena there, Salt Lake City. Brian, we'll let you have the last word. On uh, I've toured some of these control rooms uh, at football, uh, the new, new football stadiums and uh, and larger stadiums, and and now the amount of people that it takes to run the scoreboards, video boards, rap boards, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, it's a small room now where it used to be, you, you know, many people, rows of people doing things. Uh, we, are you kind of seeing that and, and kind of working with that same thing as, as you guys uh, uh, visit arenas and stadiums and, and, and places that are doing what you're doing? Um, really what we've, what we've noticed and really what we try to strive for is, you know, uh, making that footprint smaller, yeah. you know, taking up less physical space with equipment. 
Um, and then also, due to a lot of the content tools and a lot of the other uh, tools that, you know, BJ was discussing with, you know, where content can go with the, you know, the push of a button, things like that, uh, we've actually eliminated uh, the need for uh, as many resources managing a system during a game. Um, and those resources that are managing the system, uh, you know, at least for the, the concourse video network, those resources don't necessarily have to be in the control room. Um, they could be anywhere, uh, you know, anywhere, you know, in the bowl, uh, walking the concourse, anything like that. So we've really kind of taken uh, that piece of it and moved it, you know, out of everyone in one room onto, you know, a lot of it can be pre-done before the game, and then also during the game it can be done, you know, by by one or two individuals uh, that don't necessarily have to be in the control room the whole time. Sure. Great, great information. And BJ, uh, with the social media and everyone on there now, when uh, when there's something that goes wrong or something that's not right, uh, you find out real quickly now through uh, through social media and your fans, don't you? Yeah, oftentimes social media might be the first place we hear it, not through text lines or someone talking to a guest service staff. So it allows us, the system just allows us to very quickly respond and make it possible to, to, to solve those issues dynamically quickly and, and move on. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, Utah Jazz are an exciting uh, up-and-coming team. I like following, and now uh, you got the arena up to par with the team and uh, looking forward to seeing what happens this season. Great, thank you. Thanks, guys.